Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Just because we spend most of our time unconscious and quite possibly drooling doesn't mean that we can't do it in style. Drooling in style. Well, I've got something (laughs) for you. (laughs) Article has everything you need to turn your bedroom into your best room all for a great price. Article offers cozy beds, swanky headboards, throw pillows, and tons of lighting options to help you set the tone. Article is the easiest way to make your space look beautiful. They offer the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Their team of designers are dedicated to bringing a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs. They also offer fast, affordable shipping across the USA and Canada. All-in-stock items are delivered in two weeks. Or less. Okay, I'm a huge online shopper, right? And I like things very quick. So Article, having the cutest furniture and the best aesthetic, the style totally suits my home. It is the best combination ever. And they have speedy delivery. It was your point. That was my point. Right, was right. within two weeks. Like, you know, when you're on those other things and they're like, oh, six months. And you're like, um, I won't even remember what I bought by right. then. You can get it the same week sometimes. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash OC. And the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash OC for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Welcome to the OC Bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches. We have a very special guest today with us in the pool house, Audrina Patridge. Audrina is best known as a cast member of the iconic MTV series, The Hills, a show following the lives of four young women chasing their dreams in Los Angeles. Of course, I think everyone knows this already. She followed that up with another reality show on VH1 called Audrina, which chronicled her personal and family life. Most recently, she and her castmates reunited on The Hills, New Beginnings, which aired for an additional two seasons. In addition to these reality TV experiences, Audrina hosted the international syndicated lifestyle show First Look for two seasons and was a season 11 participant on Dancing with the Stars. (gasps) That sounds so amazing. I know. She has a new book, (laughs) Choices, coming out and just launched a Rewatch Hills podcast in July right next door to us, Rachel. Welcome, Audrina. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Hi. (laughs) It's so fun that you are here. And Oh my God, I have so many questions and like my obsession with reality TV and like how that all works and the hills and the phenomenon that it was and is and there's just so much. You you really do. You have, you you are super, super excited and I'm excited as well because I have absolutely no idea what goes into making a reality show. I've never been on one. I've watched them. Yeah. But I, I, I have questions. Well, you know, Misha was on The Hills New Beginning. So I don't think she had any idea either. Oh, really? And she was kind of thrown into it and wow. like a deer in headlights. <laughs> she had no idea what our dynamic was or how to stir the pot or just be confrontational or opinionated and just jump in there. Um, yeah, it's a whole different world. Right. So, so like we get a script 
we memorize our dialogue, we show up on, uh, with a call time. How different is it? Do you, have, do you have call sheets? Do you have scripts? Because that's the whole thing. Is it real? Is it not? That's what you talk about well, on your podcast, right? In the beginning, we didn't. And then it slowly like transitioned into that, but it was very guided um, verbally. Mm. And um, just improv acting kind of for certain scenes. So, but it did get to the point where we did have like a list of what the scene's about, who's in it, where we need to be, the time. And then when you show up, sometimes you don't really know what you're walking into because there might be people there. The producers or people know are going to like stir the pot. Stir the pot. <laughs> so you walk into it blinded and then you're like, oh my gosh, here we go. So that part was real. So that's why it's like real and fake. And So it's a little bit contrived in that they would say, "We here's here's where we want to get to and we're going to bring this in to cause conflict. Mm -hmm. But it's up to you guys to, to actually up. be who you are in that those relationships. Because you guys, did you all were friends? Because did you start on in no. Laguna Beach? No, no, I wasn't on Laguna Beach. Okay. So I was kind of casted onto the hills, Whitney and I were, to be uh, Lauren and Heidi's first LA friends. Uh, so we were already living up here and I was laying out at the pool and... <laughs> Adam DeVello, who's the producer, came up to us and gave me his card and liked that I worked at a photo studio, Coyote, full-time. And he just liked what I had going on in my life. And it would, he thought it'd be good on the hills for Lauren and Heidi to have that. So, so, so it was yeah. literally like just an interview. Like he was just going around. He's like, oh, she looks really cool, obviously yeah. beautiful. And came and was like talking to you and said, yeah. okay. <laughs> yep. And then I started, went to MTV Studios, did the whole interview. And then we started filming in two weeks. I, I was thrown into it. I really didn't know what reality TV was at that point. So if you're at a restaurant, you're around a whole bunch of people that, you know, it's just awkward sitting there sometimes and doing this scene and spilling your heart out. But you have people filming or taking photos or staring at you. And you're like, um, how am I supposed to be in a bubble? But you learn how to block people out. Right. The, the camera is being there at some point. You they just disappear. learn to ignore them. Yeah. And probably, you know, it, we only worked together for four seasons and we grew very, very close because when you work with somebody for that many hours so intimately, you do create relationships. Mm -hmm. And I can mm -hmm. imagine, even though you guys, I'm sure those relationships develop very quickly. Yeah. And I feel like with the Hills, cat, like, Nobody really understood what we were going through outside of our Hills circle. So that kind of created this family dynamic between us. It was like a dysfunctional family, <laughs> even though we fought, we loved each other, we had each other's back. Um, but yeah, we had this understanding where nobody else really knew, but we weren't really allowed to talk about it. So we just had to bite our tongue and just roll with the punches. Right. But like all that, so like the romantic interests on the show, was that fabricated or was some of that real? So like Justin, I That's what him. I remember. He from was your, real. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was, yeah. He, so I met him before I did The Hills. So I brought him on first season. We filmed a scene. It was super awkward. He did not like the cameras. And then we were still talking in together by third season. So then he was like warmed up to it. And then he finally came on the show. So, mm. but once he was on the show and developed his character and like his person, um, I was stuck with him. So even though I broke up with him, I didn't want to see him anymore. I didn't have that opportunity. I had to see him at the clubs or like they would stir the pot with him and other girls or me and guys and like mm. it was nonstop. Oh. But then there were like the storylines like Sean Stewart. Like that was not real. When he came on, that Got was it. my storyline. Yeah. 
Wow. That's so crazy because you're literally playing it out in front of the world like it's really happening. Yeah. But it's not. So <laughs> how do you, I mean, it's hard enough. I mean, we've explored this and and I was one of the adults. You were one of the kids. But we, we've talked about the enormous pressure of, say, fame or people, especially because you're, you're, you're living in L.A., mm-hmm. you're recording or shooting in L.A., and then you're, you're thrust into this fame thing. How did you balance it? Luckily, I was born in L.A. but raised in Orange County. So I have friends mm-hmm. and family all in Southern California. Mm-hmm. So I'm just very grounded and I, I'm very close to my family. So if they didn't hear from me for two or three days, they would be up there, get your ass in the car, Gina. <laughs> you're coming home. You need to chill out for a few days. Because whenever you get, it's like you get sucked in and there's all these parties and events yeah. and this yes. and that. And when you're young, you go, 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 go to the point where you're just like a walking zombie. Right. And that's when it's like, okay, I need to get it together. And luckily I had my family to kind of reel me back in. Yeah. It's really all about how you're brought up and who you have as your support system. Mm -hmm. But so you said like Misha got thrown into this reality thing. And I've heard that you guys are friends. Mm -hmm. So did you kind of take her under your wings and and show her the ropes, so to speak? (laughs) I did. And I feel like I was the only one that she would really open up to and trusted um, because it was a crazy time on the show and everybody was so dramatic and like crazy sometimes. Oh, really? (laughs) But I like, yeah, I just, I would kind of tell her like when I first met her, I'm like, don't get freaked out. There's a lot going on you don't know about. So don't stress about it. It changes every day. One Mm. person might hate this person the next day they'll be friends. So just go with the flow. But you know, she's just like, I just, I thought they were friends and now they hate each other and this is happening. Like, I don't even know who to talk to or what to say because, and she never watched The Hills. So she really had no idea. Wow. Yeah. That would be really hard getting thrown into something and having no idea and not even knowing the show. Yeah. So she caught on eventually and then I would film with her about what she was going through with her mom and what she's been through in the courts and you know, a lot of things that she opened up about that were really sad. And she's mm-hmm. been through a lot, you yeah. know. So I was glad to be that person for her because I'm not the type to judge or like poke or try to yeah. ask questions, make her look battered for the show. It's just, mm-hmm. it was very nice. genuine. Yeah, I'm sure that meant a lot having that, you know. Yeah. And I, she has been through a lot. And please tell her that I love her and I wish her all the best because I know there's been all these crazy like mixed things and people saying this and that and I know I don't really know either I don't listen to the gossip but I just knew her from that I hadn't Mm -hmm. never met her before and then I talk to her once in a while now we'll check in but it seems like she's doing good so yeah yeah. Yeah. it just reality was not for her right so she left after the first season (laughs) oh yeah yes (laughs) oh yes Uh, I was offered um, housewives and my friend, a publicist, who's, she's like, no, you, you, Mindy, I know you. I've known you since 97. I've known <laughs> her for years. She said, you don't know. You're too fragile. <laughs> or, uh-huh. or she just did. She said, no, I'm not letting you do it. It's really emotionally what you, draining. What they like, have to do or what they, she said, you know, just the different things that they'll just, you know, insert in with the cameras rolling and yeah. without your knowledge. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's like, no, you're not doing it. <laughs> and I said, okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
It's like a lion's den. You're like a well, lioness and you're just like, rah, well, to fight with. And I can, I can imagine that when you become proficient, it's a skill like anything else. Like this is a different medium that we were, than we were used to um, reality. I can imagine that it's like, okay, today I'm on the housewives and I'm going to pick a fight with Rinna. Or, and it's like, who wants to go up against Rinna? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. But you have to know, and also that these things are done for the cameras, mm-hmm. but they're also done with skill. And yeah. then somehow you're, like you said, you, you get over these emotions. Yeah. They're, they're, you get over it quickly. You or learn. Do, you, do you drag it out for the drama? Well, so, but then it's like you're also using your real name and your real person. Uh, so it's not like you can not hide behind a character, but just not blame it on that entirely. So it's like, yeah, it's me, but it's not all of me. It's like a weird mix. And then with the interviews, you know, I had to eventually separate the two, compartmentalize. And like, this is my job. And when I show up, I'm going to do a good job. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to stir the pot, do whatever the producers want. But then it's like you cross the line of pissing other castmates off. So Mm -hmm. when they see it, they're like, you said that about me? And I was like... I had like, yeah, it's like my job. Like I didn't really, I had a choice. I tried to reword it. But at the same time, we're trying to make a TV show. You have to understand mm-hmm. the entertainment value of it. Wow. So mm-hmm. it's really now, hard. I can yeah. imagine when, when I could never your do castmates <laughs> rewatch it and mm-hmm. you're talking about them. That's got to be so painful. It's so hard. And then you have to go film again. And you're and they like, do the oh. reunions or whatever it is. Well, that's why, yeah. I think with this last season and it's not happening now. They got a whole new a whole new cast for the New Hills third season. But oh, really? Yes. How but, does that work? Because it's just a completely different thing then, it's a, right? A, it's like 20 new young kids. 20? Yeah, it's wow. a big cast. And wow. they're all in their young 20s. So I think they can get a, they won't, they're easily manipulated. Like they don't know what to expect. And we've been doing this for so long oh. that we knew walking into a scene like, no, I'm not doing that because this is what you're going to make me look like. Right. You know, and hmm. we all have responsibilities. We have kids. You know, we've we're in our mid thirties now. So these right. new so young twenty year olds. So your moral compass isn't compromised at a certain point. Yeah. So I get it. It was a little slap in the face, but at the same time, we're yeah. we're on two of them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need a new batch of kids. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, it would make it hard. And you know, it's like, well, they said this about me. Why didn't you have my back? So we all just had these grudges and resentments and. It got to that. But I mean, we're all still friendly. That's good. Yeah. That's always good to hear. And, and, you know, and being a mom now, I'm sure you kind of look at things like, or at least I know I do, a little differently and choices and things like that. Yes, so very looking differently. Looking you're like, oh my God, they're going to watch that. I know. That's like one day I'm going to use it as like a teaching guide. Like, Let's we'll sit down. We're going to teach you about relationships. This is what you don't do. Right. <laughs> yes. I think we've all had those experiences. Yeah. Um, but did you watch the OC at all, like growing up? I watched a little bit of it. Yes. And it was so like beautiful. And like, it's like you wanted to be in your lives and like live in Orange County. But you guys filmed a lot in Manhattan Beach, yeah. right? And like Hermosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because I, I knew Benjamin McKenzie. Yes. And um, Misha, like when she came on the show. So I asked a little bit about it. Okay. Yeah. 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 But you grew up in Orange County. Where, mm-hmm. where in Orange County? I was born, well, not born. I was born in LA, but I grew up in your Belinda. Okay. Um, and then I lived in Newport. Now I'm. Yeah, kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I grew up in Dana Point. Okay. Yeah. 
Beautiful. I love it down there. Yeah. I was just in Newport this last weekend. You were? Yeah, I went on a Duffy boat. Do you know what that is? You can rent these boats. It's like and, the Bay Balboa Island or yeah, something? Yeah, and you rent a boat with a little um, cover there, on it and you go a, around. There's a YouTube video about how to Duffy the proper way, and it's really, really funny. Okay. You have to watch it. I'll really? Yeah. Yes. I just think of the dance move Dougie, and like when you're like… <laughs> and that's what they did it, oh, but it's how it to Duffy, oh. and it's on a Duffy boat, and they get a charcuterie board from A's. Oh my gosh. You got to get the bottles <laughs> from of From A's, wine. McG's restaurant. <laughs> oh! Yes, Arches. The Arches, well, it's now a restaurant. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's honestly, I was like, and I, I did it with my high school friends. It was like this mini reunion, 20 of us. And I was like, I've never, I've done this once before and never with my high school friends. I was like in a John Hughes movie. But it's really <laughs> one of the coolest things to do if you've never, go to Newport, rent a Duffy boat, and you tool around the harbor. And there's so many houses. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But yeah, it's really fun. It yeah. is fun. Fun yeah. to do. <laughs> so tell us, tell us about your book, Choices. Choices to the Hills and Back Again. It's um, basically, I named it Choices because it's about the choices I made in my life and those consequences of those, whether it was positive or negative or how it impacted my life. And I just wanted to open up and it was really hard to do, but I was vulnerable and I laid it all out there in hopes that it'll inspire and help other people and going through hard situations, whether it's a toxic relationship or friendship or peer pressure or, you know, just everything. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially being a mom. So you know what I saw <laughs> yeah. when, when when I was preparing to talk to you, you did a movie with Chris Carmack. Which one was that? I'm like, Chris, I'm so bad with me. <laughs> Deep. Or the oh, blue. yes. Into the blue, too. Into the blue, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I love it. You're like me. I'm always like, it's what? So bad. Chris Carmack was yes. Luke on our, and one of our favorite oh, people. Oh, yeah. He was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, he's, he's such so, a sweetheart. He's so nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's who uh, Misha, a.k.a. Marissa lost her virginity to. Yeah. In the OC. Oh. He was his, her first boyfriend. Her first boyfriend. And, my, and, and Julie's, not mine. Julie's affair. Oh, yeah. She had an affair with yeah. her oh, boyfriend. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. need to go back and rewatch all your guys' episodes. <laughs> Typical high school shenanigans. Yeah. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I was a fan of The Hills. And, you know, it's so funny because Laguna Beach, obviously, is what started it all. And it came on after the OC. And <laughs> Do you remember what Josh said about it? What? I don't know. I thought you quoted him. Did I quote him? See, I don't remember anything either. No. <laughs> what did I say? Well, no, he he was worried. He was worried. He was like, they're making a show about because the OC happened and then Housewives happened and then Laguna Beach, the real Orange County, real Orange County Laguna Beach, or however they uh-huh. named it. And he was like, they're making a show about the real Laguna Beach. Like, I remember him being not slightly excited about it. Oh, like worried. Yeah. Yeah, well, something. that would be like Josh to worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing For to worry sure. about. Like, they were no. all hit shows. So they it was all okay. were. It's yeah. kind of crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. And yes. then and all about Orange County. All about I Orange mean, County. It wasn't, and I always say, people make fun of me when I say, when I was 17 and I traveled in Europe and I'd say I'm from Dana Point, nobody knew where it was, Orange County. It was like, right. okay, I live south of LA. And now it's like, Everyone, it's just, it's changed since all yeah. of these shows were mm-hmm. on in well, the early aughts. Yeah, all referred to as the OC because of the show. No one yeah. ever referred to it like that before. No. Yeah. Some people then, still refer to it and then they get mad if you say it sometimes. But Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> people are so interesting. Yeah, I know. They're <laughs> I complicated just, and like, very what? Com- I remember yeah. when I first moved to LA, well, I was 18. And if I said I was from Orange County, they were like, oh, so you're stuck up. I'm like... No. Just like, what is that <laughs> oh supposed my gosh, that's to mean? When, right. When we had Paris Hilton on and uh-huh. you say, 
we're from, um, I'm from Orange County. And she goes, ew. Yeah. Uh, Orange what, County, like, ew. Why is Orange County <laughs> yeah, such sorry, a bad better. place? And then you go there and it's so beautiful. beautiful. It's family oriented. Yeah. You know, Especially Laguna Beach is like the most beautiful place yeah. well, and ever. I think that's, but that was also the thing for that, that behind the manicured lawns and the gates, behind it is more dysfunction than anyone could ever imagine because it exists everywhere. It doesn't well, matter. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 I met the whole cast down there. They, you they what? Exist. The Laguna Beach yeah. cast? No, no, no. Oh, the, the real life. I thought she meant that too. I'm like, you The did? real life cast. <laughs> when was this? They exist. Like the Jimmys and the oh, Julies. Oh, and the, yes, oh. they do. Yeah. I mean, it all I exists. Yeah. I, I, I know crazier stories than Josh wrote, for sure. Well, there you go. Share whenever <laughs> you feel like Yeah, it. there's a lot of those stories. Right? So, yeah. yeah. I know. I know. And you just go to like certain places and like Corona Del Mar or something and you w- just watch it go down at the bar. With like, <laughs> right. It's insane. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's really happening. Like that's a real thing. It is. Yeah. I, it's frightening. I yeah. don't want to think about it. What is it? it? Quiet little woman. Is that the bar down there? Or the quiet, quiet woman. Quiet woman. Yeah. There's the, a lot of, it's a bar me. called the quiet woman. It's a, yeah. it, it's a, it used to scare me as a kid. It's been there since the 70s. <laughs> And it's a picture of a woman with no head, like on the on the outside of the I'm gonna, restaurant. You know, just put this out there. It sounds kind of fucked up. No, no it's a good, yeah. the quiet the quiet head 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 head. Off. She, she is. She's decapitated. It's yeah. a, a shout out to the quiet woman. It's a, it's a hot, but it's a hot spot. It, it, well, ever since I saw it on on the Real Housewives, but no, it's been there since the seventies, I think. This is very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have very to look it up. Wait, Rachel, you have to come down and we'll take you out to like the real OC oh, places. Yeah. Let's do the real OC. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Tour guide. Oh my God. I'm we, a little scared. We used to go to Newport in high school and just look for parties and it was always, you know, it was always you a house scene. hop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone has that version. Right. Mine was the Valley. Oh, see? <laughs> Which was based on Laguna Beach. Oh, yeah. The, wasn't there like the YouTube video that they did? Or the Valley? I haven't actually yeah. seen that. On our show, the show was called The Valley. And yeah. then they did Sherman Oaks, The Real Valley. Oh, yeah. And that's oh, how they did the reality okay. show. Wait, yeah. I want to watch that too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's hard though, like having a child. I don't watch TV. I watch all kids stuff. Oh, yeah. like, only. That's it. My car, like my, you know, your music comes on and you're like, all right, here we go. Moana, Encanto. Frozen, yeah. Encanto. Yeah. yeah, everything. That's it. But you know what? I kind of like it. I do too. We went and saw Minions last night. You, and how I'm, is it? You know, it was cute, but I'm not going to lie. The Minions are annoying. <laughs> They're so annoying. <laughs> It was a really cute, funny movie, but I, at one point I'm like, na, 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 na. like, what is right? This? You're like, I can't <laughs> just like listen anymore. Yeah, my daughter like got into Family Feud. I'm like, cool, we can watch this together. Yes. As I'm watching it, like, obviously Steve Harvey's fucking hilarious, but like, the topics are so inappropriate. They're like, what do you say when you're having a threesome with your wife? And my daughter's oh. like, what does that mean? I was like, and we're done with Family Feud. <laughs> so now we're doing Wheel oh, of yeah. Fortune before bed. <laughs> yeah, way more G-rated for yeah. sure. Oh my gosh, you should the old newlywed game from oh the seventies is just making whoopee. It's really. Oh. I used to watch that. Yeah, I know, but you don't think about it. It goes over yeah. your head. Yeah, mm. and I feel like the way the phrases they use too are—it's not as like no, raunchy or bad. She doesn't know, and yeah. if I bring attention to it, sure. But yeah, I'm just like I'm just gonna like we're just gonna stop that. There's now. plenty of time for that exposure. Yeah. The oh, delay, yeah. delay, just delay keep is them good. innocent as long as possible. Totally. Yes, yeah. please, uh, yeah. absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's just you're so lovely, and I can tell thank just you. such a sweet person and. 
I'm happy you were there for Misha and you're continuing with the podcast and your yeah. book and yeah. motherhood yeah. and everything. And I think it's awesome. Well, thank you, guys. It's really been a pleasure. You're a gorgeous, gorgeous creature. My goodness. Sitting next to you. I know. I'm like, looking, oh I'm God. like, what do you do? I need, I need some of that. <laughs> well, before, I'll give you a little secret. I have these drops, these tan drops. So oh. I put three drops in my moisturizer and I put it on and then I put makeup over it. Throughout the day, your face gradually gets a little more bronze <laughs> oh, and just glows. Because I, I do not go in the sun at all, but I live at the beach, so. so. I know, you do. Well, you're not going to, I'm getting so many sunspots now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you watch, I know everything, right? You're just like, oh, I know. Gosh. Well, it's like but, we're hitting that age now. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, we just embrace well, it. Well, yeah. you're delightful and yes. congrats and and so much success on your podcast. We've had so much fun doing yeah, it. Yeah, I hope actually, you're having fun doing yeah. it. Like, I am. We're kind of just getting started. Yeah. So any tips? Well, <laughs> for me, it was really surreal to watch yourself, like especially younger and everything you're going through at the time, whether mm -hmm. it was on screen or not. It's therapeutic in some ways, yeah. and it's also kind of emotional. I mean, yeah. I found. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's a little cringy at times. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Maybe because it's real life things. I'm like, what was I thinking? Well, I, I, think, I think the advantage that you guys have is you are already used to just putting it out there, mm -hmm. saying what's on your mind, whereas I was used to more scripted things. So mm -hmm. I was a little bit reserved and and trying to be calculated about what I say. But I've learned to loosen up and just yeah. kind of be real. Just let That's it flow. It. Yeah. 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 The, and the magic of editing. It's okay. Just oh, yes. Let it go. Many, <laughs> I've edited many let times. Go. The less right. editing they have to do, the better. True. I've learned. True. But <laughs> Very true. Yeah, but it is fun, you know, yeah. and it's like visiting with old friends, right? Yeah, That's the is. best thing, reconnecting. I know. I wish, well, I have Brody and Frankie and we're all, we've been through so much together. Um, so we all tease each other, but it would be nice to have a girl come on every now and then yeah. to like have yeah. a backup. Have you asked any of the girls or you're probably um, trying to work on it? We're work I'm working on it. Work in yes. progress. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, that would be so fun. I know. Yeah, I, know. I get it. But thank you guys. Yeah, this thank you fun. so much. Thank you. It's so, so fun. great to meet you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Thank Audrina so much. Right. She's not actually here anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. But uh, for being here today. That was a super fun conversation. Right. We just changed our clothes because Melinda. that was another day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Right. No, okay, Miss Continuity right. over here. <laughs> no, yes. Thanks to Audrina. That was a fun conversation. We are discussing season three, episode nine, The Disconnect. Right. I haven't seen you. I have not. Melinda had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I did have COVID. So, oh my gosh, I, f I went into lockdown again. And then my husband, Adam, got it. And Adam's here today. He is. I brought him to, to work. Now, today. Adam, I don't know if you listened or if Melinda brought this up to you, I but did. there was an episode where Melinda kept referring to waves as munch waves. Getting munched by Getting waves. munched? Is that a thing? <laughs> Thumbs okay. up from him. All right. I rest my case. Well, yes, she definitely took her off into a tangent, but getting munched <laughs> by waves. But he... I don't know if he actually remembers using it as a kid, but it was definitely something. But he understood what I meant. What well, we all understood what you meant. <laughs> we just questioned if that was an actual term surfers used. I don't know if we if we if we talked to the pros, <laughs> but you know we could who you know we could ask. We could ask Johnny in this episode. Because he is a surfer. But, aspiring professional surfer. But maybe but not anymore. Not anymore. Uh -uh. I mean, okay. Okay. Yeah. I know we have to read the synopsis, but like there's some <laughs> moments here where I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, geez, okay, Johnny. So I, okay. I feel like I was waving my fist at this episode. So I'm 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 really excited to talk to you because um you look very rested. You were in Mexico, right? Oh yes. That was awesome. I was in Mexico. How oh, nice. It was so nice. And I went with my kid and it was the best time ever. We didn't, you know, they it was like 
Yes, it was the most awesome vacation ever. Big fan of Mexico. Yeah. I had a nice vacation in my home. In your home. (laughs) Staycation. (laughs) Actually, uh, you know what? Vacation really is, it can be um, an attitude, a mindset. So I'd already been in a mindset of staycation adventure Mm -hmm. at the beach, but I just had to do it in my house. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. But I'm better now. I was shocked that I was testing negative within like six days. So it was good. Good for you. Yeah. Back to working out. Yay. So. The synopsis today. Yeah. Marissa takes on the role of caretaker uh, as Florence Nightingale in the aftermath (laughs) of Johnny's accident and the two grow closer as a result. Seth and Summer compete with one another to get into (laughs) Brown University. Also, Ryan takes an internship at the Newport Group, learns more about Matt Ramsey and covers for him when Matt blows a big deal for Sandy. And Kirsten and Julie start a new business venture together with a very interesting (laughs) first client directed by... Ian Toynton and Tony Wombi. Both of them? Interesting, right? Do you have information on this? Written by Stephanie Savage and air date was December 8th, 2005. So I do not remember having ever two directors and... I don't understand. So I texted Ian and asked him and he asked, I said, I don't remember this. And he said he doesn't remember specifically, but the only reason he would have done it is if Tony had to leave for some reason there was a sickness oh, and that he would have had to, to had to have taken, taken over. over and he said that's happened to him in other shows got it okay but um but that would have been why mystery so solved i was curious about that yeah okay first let's just let's just get into this marissa johnny storyline okay okay yeah because i'm actually really interested to talk to you um about seth and summer too like we'll that, do that next. To me, that was like the <laughs> thing i want to talk to you about the most about okay but yes so once again here we have Marissa. I mean, has there ever been a more naive, like, unaware character? Yeah, but, I, you know, it's an interesting thing because... She really goes above and beyond. But in, there's something really genuinely sweet about... Okay, first of all, being a caregiver, nurses are literally angels on this planet. Absolutely. And being a caregiver is considered one of, I think, of one of the highest, most stressful, difficult jobs Mm -hmm. on the planet. Mm -hmm. And when she actually says, maybe I'll be a nurse and Summer laughs, which is a funny moment, Mm -hmm. I thought it was really sweet because if, um, if you actually find that you're, that you are getting something out of giving, mm-hmm. that's, that's such a much more empathetic, um, less, you know, narcissistic human being because there's so many of us who are like, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to take care of someone. No, I think it comes from a genuine place. And obviously, you know, Marissa is very genuine in her want to take care of people she cares about. And that is a nice quality. It's so extra though. Yeah. Like so like beyond... You know, I, I, well, and we 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 keep talking about like these these all of the boys that come into her yeah. life fall in love with her. Yeah, and we all know that that act. When I say the Florence Nightingale, there's always that act of um, you know people falling for their nurses, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, um, yes. That's why I thought it was so. I mean, it, it was really sad. First of all, have you ever been on crutches? No. I've never either. Knock on wood. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but I have a feeling it would be pretty hard. If I've seen like, you know, partners of mine have been on crutches before. And carrying backpacks and all that. So I, I guess fun. it would be hard. It yeah. would be difficult. Yeah. But if, of course, it's it's one of those things that you're, 
everyone's aware and every you know you look at Ben and, I mean and the one eyes, moment like, where he's on his crutches and he drops the glass and it's like oh my god like I can't I can't get up oh my god well, it's, and Marissa <laughs> sees him and it's like helping him I was just like laughing because it was like this is so pathetic well <laughs> is it pathetic but if he actually fell on no, his I injury no I he hurt himself I'm sorry I just feel like Johnny's <laughs> a little bit of a weenie I'm sorry well you know I do think there was <laughs> I okay. So did I, you not think like uh So when she first visits him in the hospital yeah. and she's like, What's gonna happen? He's like, um he was very positive. He's like, Look, I'm gonna go on with my life. And then it kind of inspired her to say, I'm gonna get over some things and move on. I'm like, this is a very different Johnny. Right. And, and he tries to walk the stairs with his crutches in his bag and like <laughs> tiny Tim. Like <laughs> it's very tiny Tim. Very tiny Tim. <laughs> but I think there is this uh I don't know if it, I mean, it was a choice as the actor or if it was written that way, but it was a very kind of woe is me. Very. Yeah. I had issues. That's all I'm choices. saying. Choices. Yeah. But if he fell on his injury, yes, right? Yes, that would hurt very that bad. Would, that would be, it's, she goes, let me get you pills. Pain pills. Because then he's like really hopped up and it right. was like really, It really, seemed like the shards of glass like were like, yeah. you know, in his open wound. Right. So it's the reaction. Although I do have to say, I really loved um, Misha's look. It was kind of like this cool, like, mamas and papas 60s look with the dress and the boots. Yeah, she looked very cute. Yeah. I also thought it was a little odd that Johnny confides in Summer. That's how desperate he is. And, I mean, it was great. It was. It's a great tool for the audience to hear. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a better way for them to hear some exposition mm-hmm. of, like, how he's feeling without... Because who else is he interacting with? Mm-hmm. We have to have him tell tell the, uh, another character. But it's also Summer's, your reaction or Summer's reaction is like, oh, yes. What are we going to do? And it, and it's, uh, we're in this conundrum as you bite your fingernail. <laughs> I was shocked that Summer didn't open her mouth. Yeah. She doesn't tell anybody. Well, because he desperately pleased. And I actually, this is where I kind of respected him. It's like, She's doing too much, and I like it too much. Right. Yeah. And I kind okay. of respected him in that moment. Sure. Like, because— Like, acknowledging that, like, this isn't a good thing because I'm liking it so— Like, he's aware. Right. And I don't want to mess with anything. I have no intention of hurting right. anyone. Awareness is, is always attractive. Right. And a lot of people would have just kept it to themselves. Right. And because if most human beings are that uh, selfish that I want her to continue doing this. I like it. Right. Where he's saying no. So he's trying to do the right thing, which is like more than 90% of the population. Yeah. If you've got Mar- Misha, well, Marissa, Misha yeah. hovering over you, you're going to keep it if you want. If you well, for sure. Can. She can come take care of me. I'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. So all this is going on. And then obviously he winds up telling her because he gets high on the Vicodin and you're saying it's the pills talking, but he's fully, obviously he knows what he's saying. Um, And I like that Marissa's like, oh, we need to take space, you know? Well, yeah, he says, well, you know, I, uh, we can still be friends and I don't want to make it weird. She, and I love her delivery. She's like, uh, it's already kind of weird. It's yeah. awkward. Yeah. And, and, and I thought that exchange, adults, if they could be that honest, would be a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. Because. Yes. Because Most people it, can't just be like, no, sorry, I need to take my space. We need to like not be friends or whatever. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That I thought it was really do. healthy of her to say, he's like, we can still be friends, but we should take some space. And there was a lot of mature, when we think back to everything that Marissa's gone through mm-hmm. and how she's got her feet on the ground and she's saying, I like taking care. And she's 
I mean, our whole journey in life is to find out who we are mm-hmm. by experiencing life. Right. And there's like really no mistakes. There's right. just learning, learning experiences. Yes, right? many. And we and it never ends. No, no sure doesn't. <laughs> sure so doesn't. So she's learning that she gets at a young age. She's learning that being of service is something that's fulfilling to her. Right. But unfortunately, she's. Hey, we were candy stripers summer in Marissa. Yeah. Right. Started early. But but that cross to bear is that you're so breathtaking. Every I mean, think about it. I if know. you're that too. She's just, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I do. That she's the dream girl of every human on the planet. And so when she, you know, Ryan and her are on their like separate paths this episode. Yeah, they cross each other. Right. They go. Yeah. And then when they're like at the end of the episode and they're on the phone with each other telling them about their own experiences. When she says, she says, just, you know what? Don't come over. Just talk. And right. he says, I'm listening. Because yeah. he hasn't been throughout right. all Right. And that was this. her complaint is like, Yes, with everything with Trey and everything else. You're right. I, I'm I'm trying to learn on that. Right, honey? I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the listener. Yeah. I'm the talker. <laughs> I felt somehow that's not surprising. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I actually walked in here and I thought, I'm going to listen to Rachel. Oh, boy. Well. That's not the right. That's not the right person to like start with because. Um, but does she? So they say, um, and then they tell each other in a very mature way that my weekend was weird. He's like, "Oh, I got a lap." I got a dance. lap. He just literally. There's no other information. Just that he got a lap dance. The way she handles it, I'm like, it's if awesome. only I was that evolved, where I could just be like, "What? You got a lap dance? <laughs> like, goes. not even like, not a big deal. Not a you know." Not affecting her. You know what I mean? She was just like laughing kind of. I'm like, I wish I could have that reaction. Because let me tell you, (laughs) I don't think that I... Would you have that reaction? Well, it depends on the circumstances. Well, if Adam was like, Melinda, I'm sorry I got a lap dance last night. Sorry, Adam, throwing you under the bus while you're here. (laughs) Well, it's happened. So... (laughs) (laughs) And how did you handle it? Well, I was there. Okay. Well, (laughs) that's a whole other thing. Sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. No, I totally get the No, there's a time and a place for everybody to... I mean, when's the first time... I think one of the first times I ever went to... I'm trying to remember because we lived in Hollywood. Yeah. Right at Sunset La Brea Uh area. And if you wanted to go to... Yeah, there was that, a strip club right there. Yeah, Crazy mm-hmm. Girls. Maybe, yeah, called. Crazy yeah. Girls. But a lot of time, yeah. Well, we've talked about how when we were in Vegas, Schwartz and Seth, Seth hello, <laughs> Brody and I, and Josh was going to get Adam a lap dance and I flipped out and I was like, you can't... Also, I was like 21. I was like, you can't do that. And so we got Josh one instead, which was way more funny. I mean, come on, comedic value there. Right, right. Uh, but I flipped out, but I was also very young. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't think I'd care. Yeah. Now I've I, I've always found myself in situations where in this industry where you're you're traveling for a show mm-hmm. or you're in New York or we went to Scores somebody took me to Scores uh-huh. and or we're in New Orleans and mm-hmm. I find myself at there's some famous one down there or in Atlanta the Boys on Vampire Diaries took me to oh, the, yeah. the retired one yeah <laughs> they can be very fun for sure anyway but that being said respect yeah respect to our beautiful dancers I haven't been to one in Newport Beach or probably more like Costa Mesa I know I wonder adjacent. where they were yeah and you know what I did realize Matt Ramsey's character because I was like looking down at one point and he was talking he sounds a lot like Michael Cassidy he's okay can I just tell you since we're bringing him up yes so he's so cute and um but he's only I was thinking about the ages of everyone here Mm -hmm. he's about 30 years old he's only like three years older than Ben (laughs) but I looked him up Jeff Hefner yeah 
He's good looking. Why, yes, that is a very attractive face Mindy showing me right yeah, now. Yeah, I like added his face to the to, my, <laughs> to the document, <laughs> right? Because I was yeah. like, I wonder what he grew into. And well, yes, and he's, he aged quite nicely. Yeah, so he'd be nice to get on. Hi, sorry, honey. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, but anyway, I thought he sounded anyway. like Cassidy. Okay, well, that was also the storyline where Ryan's with yeah, Matt Ramsey because he's. Matt Ramsey, our editor, again. Our name that they named the character. But yeah, he sounded a lot like Cassidy. He obviously has a past we're going to be learning about. So he goes, yeah, he takes, I don't understand. Well, it doesn't matter. It's written in such a way that it's um, good television that we have (laughs) um, Ryan, we show Ryan in a strip club. I thought it was funny how Ryan like can't, when the, when the the dancer is on giving him a lap dance and Marissa calls and she like is like, no, you can't answer your phone. And Ryan looks at her and just sh- like shakes his head no with her. Like, no. no. Like, no. Okay, so. <laughs> and he's listening. That was really cute. When I was watching and. Sipowitz. <laughs> she goes, hi, I'm Sipowitz. And he goes, hey, Sipowitz. What's a Sipowitz? So I bring Adam over and I'm like, did you watch NYPD Blue? And he was like, eh, I don't really, really remember it. And I'm like. Sipowitz was the overweight lead female um, male cop of the show. Oh, really? Sipowitz is his name. So and that's I said, where it comes from. I'm like, if you know the show, if uh, I were to pretend to be Sipowitz, okay. would that be sexy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if that name is I like... actually liked that it was kind of funny. <laughs> I was right. a fan. Yeah. Okay, so let's... That's, you know, going on while everything else is going on. But, and also... Uh, yes? Was he drinking a white Russian? Who? With his 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 drink, Ryan? yeah. When he was, it was a tall he glass was a with a glass straw, of milk. and it was either milk or a straw. <laughs> it was milk because in um, <laughs> in strip clubs, if there's not if there's full nudity, there's no alcohol. If there's Is not that right? not full nudity, you can have alcohol. I did not know that. So there was clearly. really yeah. You know, I've been to a strip club in Atlanta. Now that I think about it, when I was there shooting a pilot, I guess it was like <laughs> three years ago or something. We went to a strip club, yeah. like all of us, the whole cast yeah. and everyone. Yeah. That's, sorry. That always happens. A side note. We're just <laughs> we're just talking about, let's go on a strip club <laughs> tour of the United States. Um, well, I took those pole dancing classes at one see, point, See, that would too. be fun. Yeah. I bet it's hard. It's really hard. I and mean, That's why a lot of gymnasts have taken it up, and they mm. want to make it an Olympic sport. They should. it's like, it's Absolutely. So, that yeah. takes such core strength. I, to, I can't, I mean. Yeah, I had to stop because I pulled a muscle in my back. It was a little... I thought I could do more than I could do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway. let's get to the tuba of, of it all. The tuba of it all. <laughs> so we learned at the beginning of the episode uh, that Summer's SAT scores, she got a 2,300 on her SAT. Now, I had to look it up because, of course, I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> right. Because I, I don't What's know. What's a perfect? 25? 24? 26? I looked it up and she got like 99 to 99 plus oh, okay. on the SATs with a 2,300. Right. An so, absolutely perfect score is 2,400 is perfect. Damn, okay. Summer. Yeah. I love that about her. <laughs> so I wonder, this. So when, when this, I don't, did not remember, I remember that, of course, Summer became smart right. to Brown, but mm-hmm. I didn't remember all these little details. No, and she missed the first SAT test because there was a Valley Marathon on. Right, right. So she had to take it again. And that's pretty impressive. Well, okay, so... And she's so unaware. She's like, yeah, I don't know, 2,300, like, whatever. So throughout this episode, as I was watching, I kept... Even though I knew that Stephanie had written it, I see Stephanie in this episode. Right. Because um, for all of you who haven't listened, you should go back and listen to Stephanie's... Um, two, Stephanie Savage, two, two, yeah. Stephanie Savage's um, appearances here on the show. She discusses a lot of the things that are put into the script. Number one, that... For, 
first being an academic herself, and that's and she wanted to present and portray a young woman who had all kinds of interesting things that were more like shiny mm-hmm. and typical in mm-hmm. girls and and or boys and gossip and makeup and clothing. But if she actually applied herself, she turns out she's very she could be very academic, right? And I thought that was very. Um, it was wonderful that she put that into the script. And then for Seth, who she said, he thinks he's smarter than he really is mm-hmm. because somebody reads books, because right. somebody um, has a wealth of knowledge, um, doesn't necessarily mean that they're, I don't know, she, it was her, her declaration that he wasn't as smart as he. You know, I was really pissed at Seth watching this because when Summer comes to him and is like, Dr. Kim says, I can try to get into Brown. He's like... You can tell he's threatened and something's going on. Right. And he's so like, uh, how could you have gotten that? And we learn later why he's going, doing this. Right. But I was mad at him. I think there's definitely, first of all, it makes for good TV because anybody watching this who wouldn't think that what an asshole he's being Mm -hmm. to Summer Mm -hmm. is, I mean, because that's what we're all, we, that's what we're supposed to think. Well, we- he's such a dick. Like when they go to the mixer for Brown, because they're both going to try to go there now. And he's like, she's like, I want a Nobel Prize and I want to be the first woman in Spain. Nobel for you. Or whatever. It was just really and funny. Corrects and he her. corrects her. Right. But she gets mad, rightfully so. Even, I mean, she was wrong, but. But you know what I also, my, one of the notes was, well, first of all, when you walk into the Brown mm-hmm. um, party, mm-hmm. you, you wrote, or you said, hey, Ashley Madison, which I thought was so funny. You know, Ashley Madison is that dating app. I did not know that. It's a, okay. Oh, is that the one where you're like married yeah, and then you go yeah. looking for it's people? Like, hey, okay, yeah. Ashley Madison. Anyway, oh, got it. I just saw that. That was just a weird thing. <laughs> did it exist then? No. Oh. <laughs> so, well, which is kind of funny because this episode at the end, what's her name? <laughs> Kirsten yeah. and Julie started dating app. Yeah, yeah. Started dating app. Isn't that funny? That is anyway, funny. so, but, but, so when they get into that argument, yeah. I wrote that, you know what? I love that su- that Summer's, I love the development of Summer. It's beginning here. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't let Seth break her confidence. And she says, you know what? You yeah, might know you might all know, this but stuff. I know how to work a room. I know how to work a room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love the strength in Summer. Always have, always will. Right. I right. admire it. Yeah. And then they're funny. You know, they're competing this whole episode. The tuba thing. I mean. Okay. Do you remember doing this? No. But. I was waiting to see Summer play the tuba. Right. And I realized they probably did not, like, have that much faith in me that I could pull right. it off. Well, you're such a petite person it's that very they, large they came up with, like, how funny would it be to get the lar- largest instrument? It's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, but you I know, liked it. There is. And then at one point when he says to Sandy and Kirsten, Seth says to Sandy and Kirsten that Summer and I are at war mm-hmm. and why. And he, and he says, because we both want to get into Brown. Then even Kirsten goes, Summer? <laughs> and it's like, I know. Well, she did save Chris McCaw. That's like, so I do think, and you know, it's very realistic for people to say, you know, I when say some people present themselves in a way mm-hmm. that, I guess what people would consider superficial, actually, but underneath are uh, book smart and good test takers. Right. Well, I wouldn't say I'm those two things, but I definitely in high school would present myself as way like dumber than I actually was. Yeah. On purpose? Yeah. My acting teacher would always be like, what is this defense mechanism you're doing? Oh, was it Knock one? it off. I guess. I don't know why. I don't know what I got from it. 
funny deflection. Sure. Humor. Comedy. Yes. Yeah. All that. I like those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But, so, but, and then, but so when you guys actually run into each other in the, in the hallway. Uh-huh. With the peg leg. <laughs> how funny. I don't know your delivery or something where he says, you just whacked me. You just whacked me with your, uh, with your tuba whacker. <laughs> you say, well, you just jab me with your peg leg jabber. <laughs> uh, I do enjoy the Seth and Summer. That was it all. cute. It was cute. They're funny. And then we see at the end that Seth is just like, it's the one thing I was better at. And it turns out he's not. Yeah. But they make up in the end and they both apply and they're both like, no matter what, we love each other and they go for it. And I like the full circle. It, absolutely. It I mean, when he first goes to Ryan when he, and he said, and, and I love that Ryan is like, Don't, do not compete with her. And he's like, why? She would win. Like that's <laughs> this, because that's his default his where mentality. he goes to himself. Yeah. And then when he says such great advice, he's like, Seth, she wants to be with you. She doesn't want to be you. Right. And then when he says, don't you get it? I was only good at one thing right. in his mind. And so this is a real thing with couples mm-hmm. where one feels insecure or inferior or God forbid that one person actually feels superior mm-hmm. or it's not a real uh, partnership or even or, it, right. or respecting each other. And these I, high school kids are very mature. <laughs> they're this dealing whole with some yeah. series. Um, and let's talk a little bit about Kirsten and Julie. Uh, this is hilarious, okay? So you're having this new business. This guy, like, he couldn't be skeezier. I'm sorry. <laughs> the the actor. Jeff Gant, Granzow. Yes. So Jeff Granzow is actually one of our editors that started, that Norman Buckley discovered. And he's been on, he was on the entire show. Is the name, sorry, not oh, this actor. Oh, I was like, um, what? He decided he wanted to be an actor? So the, no, no, the name. And uh-huh. he was an editor on your show, um, Heart of Dixie. As well. So we should maybe have Of course one. he was. And then... Jeff. But I remember... So here's my story about... I remember that scene. Yeah. Where you bring... Did okay. you notice the boots? No. That I was wearing? Are those <gasps> the ones that you kept that you loved or something? I didn't get to keep them. These were... These were... Um, knee-high uh-huh. butterflies, these huge butterflies oh. all over these boots. And so I went to Buzz and Bob and I was like, okay... You have to feature my boots. <laughs> <laughs> so I made, well, I didn't make them. You asked. I very asked nicely. Like, can you make sure that boots. you showcase these boots that so are just like, and, um, but then I remember in the scene, I had to say Jeff Granzow and I couldn't say his name. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. I think I kept saying Jeff Grasnow, Grasnow, or anyway. There's a blooper. I couldn't get the name out. Uh, this is Jeff Grands now. And, oh, Kirsten. This is Jeff Grands. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he was kind of a leering, creepy character. Yeah, oh, sure was. And then you guys do this whole feast. And Kirsten's so funny, like her face. When she's cooked all this food, you know, he's going to pay you guys. Yeah. The, the bouquet of flowers. You bring a florist, huge. floral shop with you. That was, was gorgeous. Beautiful, though. Wasn't it gorgeous? Yes. I, yes. For some reason, I, I have I have an image and a memory of carrying that huge bouquet yeah. because it was taller than I was, I think. And I love you, Julie. Well, I love you. But I love <laughs> Julie so much in this scene when he's like, well, actually, it's just a date for you. And she's so flat. She's like, what? Like me? <laughs> like, Do you like crab Like we're leaving and you're like, well. <laughs> right. And it's very funny. Well, and then at the end when she walks in, she's like, how was your date? And I was like, it was awful. We didn't have any, anything in common. And his tongue was like sandpaper. I know. <laughs> Ew. That's happened to me. Ew. Have you? 
It reminds me of high school for some reason. I mean, yes. <laughs> kissing in high school is never really a fun experience, is it? I don't know. But yes, it painted a very clear picture. And Oh my gosh. Wait, what? can I talk about how funny it was at the very beginning of when we're talking about the party and this classic, Julie, to me, represents probably when she says, oh, come on, Sandy. I don't know if I'm really, um, how how much I support low-income housing. I mean, if you make it too comfortable for poor people, what's the incentive to get rich? Oh my God. Which is, I, get, I mean, could you not, that is the way a lot of people actually think in, That's probably in Newport. Exactly. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. I'm sure there's some people. That oh, Julie. Anyway. Oh, Julie. But yes. But then when Kirsten, and then when she actually says, could, we could have a bookstore. And I'm yeah. like, what? There's yeah. Barnes and Noble. But then um, when she says, I have a better oh. idea. No, but, and so at the end, and you guys are talking, it was so also so funny when Kirsten's like, I have a business idea. And you're like, oh, high-class call girl operation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud. She's like, no, high-end dating service, which kind of was a pre, I mean, think about the millionaire matchmaker. I mean, hey, those things exist. We, you know, may have inspired uh Real Housewives and also dating apps. Before Tinder, before all that. We even said, Josh or Stephanie didn't even know. She said, Ashley Madison. I know. (laughs) So. Listen, fortune tellers, I tell you. So this is, yes, there are, with that. Yes. There's some shenanigans to look forward to. I can't wait. Yeah. So that was the episode. That the was disconnect. the episode. Did we did we touch on everything that was? I mean, so oh, clearly this is the one thing that's going to be coming up next week. What that, that Marissa did tell? She's like, so and John, this happened with Johnny, and then the next night, and we the show episode ends with her clearly telling him that yes, um, he was in loves love her. with her. Yeah. So. It also sounds like she's about to tell him that something happened between them. And I'm like, did I miss something? Did I look away? Did my no. daughter call me? Like, what I miss? <laughs> I'm guessing that open uh, opening of the next episode will have something to do with that. Well, since I started to watch it, because I thought we were doing both of them today, it opens with Christmas trees. Uh, so That's a Christmas cut episode. Oh. Okay. okay. I, it was a little confusing, because it's August, and I was like, Christmas? I'm not ready. So... Remember, I posted on Instagram that I found this in a thrift shop, but I but it wasn't a full, complete one. The OC trivia game. But one of our listeners, Carly, sent this to us. This is the real game. I wonder whoever, if anybody's out there who actually made this game, I wonder who you are. But they have some wonderful trivia, and I thought, you know, I don't know. Maybe I we... will know nothing. Well, maybe <laughs> since we've watched it now, I will. Sorry, I take that back. As yeah, long so... as we're up to... Season three, episode nine. I'm but good. they're super fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. So here's from Carly. This game has moved houses with me twice, Aww. and yet we never played it. <gasps> the game pieces are still in plastic wrap. When I first started listening to your podcast, I checked my closet to see if I still had this game. I am beyond thrilled that I can gift this to your podcast. Aww. It's like a time capsule. Happy podcasting, ladies. Carly. That is so sweet. Age 41, original OC watcher, and still a huge fan. <gasps> Oh, that, that is so sweet. That's so nice. She gave us the game. I know. So I think it would be fun when we have more time to... Oh, my God. Ask a few questions. Give me one. What was Rachel's job when she first met Sandy? Well, I just saw the card. Oh, well, why did you give me the card you were reading? <laughs> I didn't see the second, third one. Name the dean at the Harbor School. Dr. Kim. Very good. What does the corporate law firm send as a gift to woo Sandy? A surfboard? Whoa. I'm impressed. Let me give you one. Okay. <laughs> You're never going to get that one. <laughs> well. What's the f- first name of the Cohen's remodeling contractor? 
Remember? Oh, and he takes the boys, boys to, to school. school. He gives them a ride. It's not, it's like a comic book it's character like who knows Veronica. It's like the name. Judd? Oh. J- oh. Another one. Arch? Yeah. Oh, Archie. <laughs> Well, you helped me there. Okay. Well, anyway, we could, I yeah. think this would be fun if we play, if we actually played the game. I don't know if we could figure out a way to play it. Um, We should play it during the table read. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be fun. <gasps> Our table read, you guys. We're doing a table read. Hope you guys can all um, watch it. Okay. <laughs> and we have some fan mails. Hi, Rachel and Mindy. Uh, my name is Cassie. I'm in New York. I'm a huge fan of the OC. I started watching when it came out when I was probably 16 years old. Um, and I still rewatch it all the time. Um, and thanks for doing this podcast. It's so much fun. Uh, so since the OC came out in the early 2000s, before social media was really a thing, I was wondering what you guys think all of the characters would have as their Instagram handles. Um, <laughs> let me know. Thanks. Bye. Well, clearly mine would be Endless Summer, uh-uh. at Endless Summer. Julie Cooper, Ur- Urban Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> right? Julie Cooper, Urban Cougar. Did you just come up with that on the fly? <laughs> no, I'm, oh. I'm sure it came. I'm not sure where it came from, but yeah. Julie Cooper, Urban Cougar. I think that is I wonderful. I think I've said it before. If I had more time, I would have come up with something more clever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Seth be Seth would be noble, noble prize. <laughs> no, rage blackouts <laughs> at rage blackouts at rage blackout. OC Julie Cooper, Julie Cooper, Nickel Cooper, Roberts Bullet Atwood. That's all you need because no one else <laughs> will have that. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your question. Thank you. Hey, I'm a big fan, and I just really want to be in one of your like um videos. Um, podcast, I mean, but I'm 13. I, I probably shouldn't know what the show is, but like, you know, I do, and I really like it. But I have a question for um Melinda. Do you have any regrets of being on the show? And what was your favorite thing about playing your character, Julie Cooper, and all the other names? Um, love you guys. Love the podcast. Cute. Wonderful. 13? Sharing all the memories and remembering things. But yeah, love you guys. Bye. How cute. How cute. What was her name? Did she say? She didn't say her name. Anonymous 13. At Anonymous 13. Well, okay. First of all, did that person just say they didn't know the show, but they knew no, the No, they podcast? shouldn't know the oh, show, but know they the show. do. I thought he was like, I don't know the show, but, no. I, but <laughs> I know like you guys. <laughs> no. Okay. So absolutely no regrets. It's probably... I mean, I mean, sleeping with your daughter's boyfriend, maybe. I don't know. Oh, regrets being on the show. No, no no regrets being on the show. But yeah, I would, I would definitely send some advice to don't have a booty call with your girlfriend's. I mean, your daughter's ex boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, a thirteen-year-old should not know what that means. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Censor. But no, no regrets. I love it. (laughs) It was a great time in my life. (laughs) Yay! And look, we're here now. Was that it? That was it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches, wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you like, oops, sorry. If you like to watch us, mm-hmm. check us out on YouTube. Bye, bitches. Bye. At Julie Cooper, Urban Cougar. Bye.